0: Hi everyone, I'm Lee Stabert, Editor-in-Chief of Keystone Edge, and this is your latest episode of Key Change. In this bi-monthly podcast series, we're talking about how Pennsylvania's businesses, community leaders and creatives adapted during a tumultuous global moment, finding new ways to connect with their customers and their communities. We're also looking forward into an increasingly hopeful future. The conversation around how, and particularly where we work, has grown increasingly lively over the last few years. Remote work, co-working, digital nomads, all these terms entered the lexicon. Then the pandemic hit and we became a work from home nation overnight. I'll take a moment here to shout out the essential workers who did not have that option and who continue to deserve our respect and gratitude for going in every day. Now, as offices reopen and our schedules fill back up with travel and social engagements, these questions, how, where, for how long, are back in a major way. To get some insight into these thorny issues, we chatted with Adam Porter, one of the co-founders of Startup Harrisburg, a co-working space on North 3rd Street, not far from the state capital. He opened up about the trials of 2020 and why he thinks his business is poised for a period of growth, as we hopefully leave the pandemic in our rearview mirrors.
1: My name is Adam Porter. I'm co-founder of Startup. We're Harrisburg's co-working space. Um, So like most co-working spaces, uh, we focus on building a community of entrepreneurs, freelancers, and uh, more and more over the last year, remote workers.
0: And how long have you guys been doing this in Harrisburg?
1: We started uh, in early 2013, so eight years and change at this point.
0: Wow. And so back in 2013, what were you seeing that made you think, this is what Harrisburg needs?
1: It was a combination of things. Um, we were inspired by the inspirational uh, Ann Kirby, then in Lancaster, who started Candy Factory, uh, an amazing space that's grown leaps and bounds uh, down there. And uh, we thought, you know, Harrisburg needs this. Uh, my partner at the time, my business partner, who is still my business partner, uh, at the time was a web developer. And he was, you know, working from coffee shops like most folks in that world do. And but was simultaneously renting a private office in our sort of uptown neighborhood and thought, you know, this is kind of lonely. This sucks. <laughs> um, and figured there had to be a better way. We met. One thing led to another. And here we are a few uh, quite a few years later.
0: So speaking of Candy Factory, we wrote about that yeah. last summer as they were trying to meet the new needs of their members through the pandemic. They had set up a little school pod. They were kind of trying to get creative with remote programming, can you talk a little bit about how you guys managed, you know, you can start with maybe the shutdown and then how you guys have worked through the last year in terms of making members feel safe, but also like they're getting value out of their membership.
1: We were able to luckily offer our members a combination of options. They were able to continue paying currently just to frankly help us out Um, in the meantime, in exchange for some credits down the road. Some folks, of course, opted to or needed to pause their memberships at that time. um, And that worked fine for us as well. We were also lucky enough to be in a position to have a handful of members who uh, were generous enough to sort of prepay their membership for, frankly, several months, um, again, in exchange for credit kind of down the road, um, and really kind of do that cash flow dance that every business was doing at the time. Then we're able to kind of stand up pretty quickly. Some sort of a virtual community, I would say, we focused more on just giving people an opportunity to check in and still interact in a way that we didn't know when the next time we would be able to in person. (laughs) Um, So everything from, you know, hey, take a lunch and... Join us on Zoom at the same time, check in with us for happy hour on Thursday, those sorts of things. Coffee on a Monday morning or whatever um, to give folks the opportunity to still interact. We also saw a much heavier adoption of our internal Slack channels.
0: Can you talk a little bit about how Harrisburg generally felt during that moment? Because it's sort of a weird place being the capital of the state where i'm sure you have in usual times you have lots of people who are coming in going out there's a lot of people who are there part-time for work and maybe going back to somewhere else you know what did the city feel like and what were its unique challenges um and plus you though you also had government continuing to have to function
1: being in harrisburg i have lots of friends who work for or adjacent to the commonwealth so especially in in that environment the idea of workplace flexibility is quite foreign (laughs) Um, generally speaking a lot of them were actually frankly kind of excited to be able to work from home um, initially Um, but of course then depending on your circumstances and your profession that either wears off or becomes uh, a preference over time just depending what what you do and how you like to work but um, in terms of just the sort of vibe around the city um it it was weird (laughs) which i think is understatement of the year walking around downtown especially over like the lunch hour right when you're used to people coming and going from restaurants and all sort of thing especially at that time of year it was getting to be springtime it was starting to become nice out you're used to seeing more and more folks walking around uh sort of breaking that winter hibernation was late march or early april but I but I said okay I'm just going to walk down like 3rd street by the capitol or something or 2nd street closer to the river and just see see what what things look like and I've ne- like even on the most blustery winter like blizzardy kind of day you normally see some human activity <laughs> it was completely devoid I didn't run into a single person it was so weird um now maybe that was just a, a lark of that particular moment, but it was truly a bizarre experience to feel like you're walking through a ghost town, not seeing a single soul. Was just so bizarre and gut wrenching, actually. Um, and I think then it really hit home to me, like, okay, th- this is real. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Like we're we're in this for a while now. Initially, you think, oh, okay, it'll be a couple of weeks, but then you realize, oh no, we're we're in this.
0: Tell me about yeah, the current exactly. state of tell me about the current state of startup. Who's are how many people are there? How are you guys keeping people safe? Um, and what are you doing in the next couple weeks, couple months?
1: We're not quite back in terms of membership, um, to I would say February of twenty twenty, which was actually by coincidence our best month ever. Um in the you know, sort of eight years we've been almost decade we've been doing this. Um <laughs> so of to, to look at March's numbers was like whew, that was that was a kick in the gut, but um, we're almost back to that point. People are coming back, they're recovering um, themselves in their their own businesses, and we're seeing more and more activity in the space, which is incredibly energizing and just cheer-inducing, if that's even a (laughs)
0: uh,
1: way to put it, but um, getting to be able to to interact with our our members again on a regular basis and get to see what they've been up to this whole
0: time. Look in your crystal ball, what do you see for startup and for the industry as a whole?
1: Even pre-pandemic, we had been looking at what growth looks like for us locally, um, and we're, we're working on solving that problem for us in our own unique way. Of course, what an office physically looks like after all of this is still very much to be determined. We do definitely see the demand for co-working, even locally um, or hyper-locally, and are working toward meeting that need. Um, And as I think I alluded to before, we are seeing most of that growth from remote workers. Luckily, we have also had a handful of what I'll say, like sort of capital E entrepreneurs, folks really striking out on their own, doing their own thing, whether because of job loss or just, you know, desire for a change sparked by a massive change in the world. Um, Whether they're answering uh, a question they've been asking themselves over the last number of months or trying to meet a need they've observed that they hadn't necessarily seen before. This whole experience for a lot of us has brought to light a lot of challenges that we either didn't know we had or maybe didn't want to face as directly. Um, So we're seeing a few members start to dip their toe into that space. But really, uh, the bulk of our growth is going to come from, you know, uh, a lot of large institutions, public or private, are deciding, hey, we don't need this giant office tower, or we only want to have our folks come in two or three days a week. And whether it's in a team, B team kind of situation, like you see schools doing, or, um, you know, probably more like subject matter related, you know, finance comes in this day, marketing comes in this day, um, such that in total, their their real estate footprint needs can necessarily be smaller. Um, those employees, however, still are by and large looking for an option that's not the office, because of course, their employer might not be providing that as long as much anymore, and that's not their home as much as the sort of remote communication tools, I think, will stay relevant and in use. We're going to be bolstering, sort of remodeling, if you like, our meeting rooms as they exist to be able to accommodate that t- technology in a more uh, streamlined way.
0: So you're implying that working from home with a toddler, as I've been doing for, for <laughs> yeah. much of this pandemic, she's been back in in care now for a little while, but, um, you know, not always conducive for, to the most productivity, example, I'd yes. say.
1: <laughs> Certainly. Um, Um, I I
0: have gotten a lot of
1: dishes and laundry done, but perhaps at the expense of other things I should have been doing.
0: On a personal note, what are you looking forward to doing in Harrisburg this summer when you sort of think to this Second, I'm not going to say post-pandemic summer, but this, <laughs> this, uh, I don't even know what we call it. This gray area summer, this hot vac summer, this whatever summer. What yeah. kind of, what's your day that, that makes you feel excited about what's to come?
1: Having happy hour on a sidewalk in the sunshine. Um, going to perhaps I'll see some live music outdoors. or run a movie theater, seeing folks go back to the movies in person, uh, inside.
0: Sign me up for happy hour in the sunshine. That's it for our seventh installment of Key Change. If you know of or run a business or organization that should be featured in this podcast series, visit our website and tell us all about it. Until next time.